You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 335. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. It is Thanksgiving week, such an awesome holiday. It happens to be one of my favorites for sure. And today we're going to talk about how you can make Thanksgiving just a little bit healthier (laughs) because it is the feast of all feasts. There are actually some ways that you can cut back on calories, save a little here and there and make a few changes so that you don't feel terrible the next day. Or how about so that you're not up five pounds by Monday? However, if you are up five pounds by Monday, I hope you are registered for the 2023 Holiday Challenge. The Earn That Body Holiday Challenge is the absolute best time of the year. And we start on November 27th, the Monday after Thanksgiving. So if you're not registered, get registered stat. Go to earnthatbody.com. There is a link right on top. It says Holiday Challenge. Not only are we going to do a lot of fun nutrition type contests, you also get the all new range of motion core and mobility program. Honestly, I just did some of the core videos this week and I am so sore. I filmed them myself, but then I do them to test everything out and they are some six pack chiselers for sure. But what I love most is the mobility work that is included in the program as well. And then there's a couple that are core and mobility, which I think is just ideal because sometimes you don't have time for core and most people don't make any time for mobility. So how about a video that has both in one video? So you're kind of like getting to killing two birds with one stone. Oh gosh, I, I can't even say that, that phrase right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you get what I mean. You're getting your real bang for your buck. You're getting the job done. Mobility and core, core and mobility. Make sure you're registered for the holiday challenge. Okay, team, we are going to talk about how can we make Thanksgiving just a little bit healthier. I have to tell you, I really love whenever I find these lists. I find them all over. I'm, you know, I always doing searches for nutrition tips and things like that. And whenever I find these kind of lists, like how to make Thanksgiving healthier, I start taking notes all over. And so these are a little bit of tips from all over the place. Things I found on Pinterest, things I find on news channels, things I find everywhere on the internet. And some are new, some are old, and some are super fun. So definitely, I always say, even if you just took a couple of these away and were able to put them into practice on Thanksgiving, it could just save you a few calories, a few pounds, or how about just save you from feeling completely bloated that night, but still being able to enjoy the feast. So we're going to talk about all of that after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, I just found a cute little list of Thanksgiving health facts. And I thought, well, let's just go over a few of these for the holiday, just in the Eagle's Eye on Health, because some of them were actually quite interesting. Now, the first one may shock you, or maybe it won't. It says a standard Thanksgiving meal will contain anywhere from what to what calories, team? How many calories do you think a standard Thanksgiving meal will contain? They say 2,500 to 3,000. 
thousand calories and that's without the appetizers or the snacks that you might eat right before dinner. Why is there always so much food served before Thanksgiving? Like you always put out all these appetizers as if you're not gonna get enough calories at the meal, right? 2,500 to 3,000 calories at a Thanksgiving dinner, wow. Don't worry, in today's podcast, we're gonna talk about how maybe you can trim that down a bit. Now, another little health fact is that turkey is a great low-fat source of protein. A four-ounce serving of turkey contains approximately 32 grams of protein, and that's 65% of your recommended daily protein intake. So turkey's good. At least there's one good thing going for us this holiday. What else? Each year, Americans eat approximately 46 million turkeys at Thanksgiving. However, meat-free alternatives, they say, are actually gaining some traction. They're gaining popularity. In 2011, half a million tofurkeys, is that how you say it? They were sold at Thanksgiving. It's a lot of tofurkey, right? Okay, how about this one? It's commonly thought that eating turkey causes drowsiness because of the tryptophan contained in the meat. I'm sure you've heard that before. I always heard it growing up. But did you know that turkey actually has comparable levels to many other meats? And many cheeses contain even more. So it's really not like Thanksgiving turkey is what's making you tired. Or I should say those kind of things in the meats, they're in many meats. It's not just your Thanksgiving turkey. Now, did you know that in 2010, 2.4 billion pounds of sweet potatoes were grown in the United States with many being consumed at Thanksgiving time? Everybody loves their sweet potatoes. I do. I love sweet potatoes all the time, but I definitely have to have sweet potatoes as a side dish at Thanksgiving. Number nine on this list Do you know that we don't gain as much weight as you would expect at Thanksgiving? That's actually shocking to me. Actually, if you think about it, the Thanksgiving meal is probably not just the issue. It's that it's Thanksgiving, it's Friday, it's Saturday, it's Sunday, it's the whole weekend of eating that really puts on the pounds. But according to this, they say we don't gain as much weight as you think. Studies have found that you only gain, on average, one pound during Thanksgiving. Again, that's probably true. I mean, you're not gonna be gaining five pounds overnight of actual weight. A lot of this is always that sodium and water retention. I think it's more that Thanksgiving weekend becomes a full eating frenzy. It starts on Thursday and then everybody gets this sort of mentality, I'll clean it up on Monday. And so you start eating everything all weekend long. The last one, little tip here, little trivia, To burn off the calories from one slice of pecan pie with cream, do you know how far you would have to walk? You would have to walk 5.5 miles. So if you're gonna have a slice of pie, just know there better be a 5.5 mile walk in there some point, at some point, maybe after dinner, for sure the next day, I hope. That's about what it's going to take to burn off those calories. So I just thought that was sort of fun. A little fun for Thanksgiving Eagle's Eye on Health. But now let's get back to the topic, which is how can we make Thanksgiving just a little bit healthier? There's lots of things you can do. Now, some of you don't have any say in what you eat on Thanksgiving. Maybe you're going to your family's house and you're gonna 
eat something that somebody else made, there's still some things that you can do to make it a little bit healthier. Now, some of these you've heard before. I always do a Thanksgiving episode. I have a blog about Thanksgiving as well. And again, even if you just did a few of these, it could make all the difference on that Monday (laughs) weigh-in if you're weighing in or you just simply want to feel better on Monday. Now, the first one I talk about a lot. You don't want to skip breakfast. And in general, you don't want to skip any meals on Thanksgiving. I think uh, one thing that so many people do is they skip all meals until the feast that evening because they think, oh, hey, I'm going to eat 2,500 to 3,000 calories, which is basically a day of calories, if not more for most people, then I'm not going to eat all day. The problem with that, you're going to be starving when you get there or when you're, if Maybe you're not traveling and maybe it's at your own house. If you don't eat all day, you're going to be starving. And so you're sure to eat every single appetizer there is before you even get to dinner. And then if that doesn't even fill you up, you're going to probably eat way more than you normally would if you weren't so hungry. So you are better off eating breakfast, having your snack a couple hours later, eating lunch, having a little snack before dinner, and that way when Thanksgiving dinner comes, you're not starving, and therefore you are not likely to overeat. So I recommend not only not skipping breakfast, don't skip any meals or snacks, and do yourself a favor, don't show up starving, and that alone is going to help you. Now you for sure wanna get a workout in on Thanksgiving. Now, I always feel bad for the poor soul who's doing all the cooking (laughs) because it always seems like someone is doing all the cooking and everybody goes out to enjoy the day while that poor soul is cooking. So do yourself a favor and make sure you get in a workout, even if you are the cook. And if you are not the cook, do your cook a favor and help them for one hour in that day so they can go for a walk or throw on a video, a workout program, anything, so that they can feel good too. But the truth is this, let's burn a few calories before that feast even hits. I'm a big cardio burns the most calories, so Thanksgiving day, I'm doing a cardio workout versus a strength workout. I can do strength many other days, I can do it the next day, but if you wanna burn max calories, let's make it a cardio workout. What I wouldn't do is I wouldn't do a three-hour cardio workout. I know you think, but if I burn a 1,000 calories, then I can eat anything I want. That's actually not true. And so if you do a three-hour workout and you burn a zillion million calories, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure just like if you skipped all your meals that day. You are more likely to be starving by the time dinner comes around if you burn so many calories. And it's just not necessary. I'm a big one hour, that's it, that's all you need. Hey, if you can't get the job done in one hour, you're doing the wrong workout. I have many workouts you can do. If you're looking for a one hour workout that's gonna burn max calories, just send me a DM. Email me at Kim at EarnThatBody.com. I'm happy to help you out. You shouldn't need to work out for two to three hours to burn great calories. So get that cardio workout in so that you can be burning a little before that feast. Now, if you are the cook, here's a tip for you. Don't pick while you prep. 
don't pick at the food. That poor cook is like around food all day long. Now what I do when I cook, especially if I'm feeling like I'm gonna start picking because I'm kinda hungry, I usually chew gum. Put some minty gum in your mouth. Nothing tastes good if you're chewing mint gum. So if you are someone who's doing that meal prep, who's doing the cooking, and you don't want to be full before the feast even happens because you already ate a little bit of everything the whole way through, chew a little gum, and that's definitely going to keep you from picking at all that food. Now, if you're not the chef, You're going to someone's house, you're going to your mom's house, you're going to your sister's house, whomever house you're going, if you are not the person in charge of cooking, you can still bring a healthy dish, right? You could bring roasted vegetables, you could bring a fresh salad, you could even bring a fruit tray for dessert. Why don't you bring something healthy so that you have something to eat (laughs) besides just some of the unhealthy options, that'll ensure that you also have healthy options. So I'm a huge fan of bringing something healthy so that you have a little bit of say in what you are eating. The next one is drink water before that meal, during that meal, and after that meal. Because I can assure you, that the sodium is off the charts at Thanksgiving feasts, right? And so you want to stay hydrated. Hydration will help you with all that sodium, but it's also going to help fill you up. And that is key because if you are super full, you're not going to go back for more and more and more. So using water as hydration and as a tactic to fill yourself up is definitely going to make a difference at your Thanksgiving feast. Next tip, how about this? Let's just skip the rolls and the bread. They will probably be on the table. Trust me, you don't need them. There's gonna be so much food that that is the one thing you can definitely skip because there's really no nutrition in bread. I get it, you love it, it's delicious, it's yummy, but if you are trying to watch your weight, not feel bloated, not feel sick, just give yourself a hard rule and skip the rolls. Fill your plate up with everything else so there's actually no room to even put a roll and just skip it. Not to mention, it's almost always a white roll and any kind of white flour is definitely not going to provide you any nutrition. Now, a next tip, you've probably heard it many times before, veggies, veggies, veggies. I want you to veg out. And what I mean by that is I want you to fill your plate with as many vegetables as possible. That should be covering more than half of your plate if you can. Now, I do want you to try everything on the Thanksgiving feast table. You should be able to try a little of everything. But if you could fill your plate mostly with things like the fresh salad, maybe there's green beans, maybe there's sweet potatoes, that counts as a vegetable, fill your plate with a lot of those things instead of a lot of the heavy gravy type foods. You know, of course, you might have a little gravy on your turkey. That's something we'll talk about next. But keeping it as close as you can to max vegetables is going to make a difference. So veg out when you can. Next tip, I want you to find 
tune your turkey selection. And so, for many, it just wouldn't be Thanksgiving without the taste of turkey. I get it, I love turkey as well. But just make sure to opt for the white meat. And maybe don't eat the skin. With this simple swap, did you know that you could save seven grams of fat and over 50 calories for a serving size that's roughly equivalent to say a deck of cards? Now it might not sound like a lot, but trimming things here and there in terms of the fat and the calories is going to add up quickly on a night like Thanksgiving. So I always opt for white meat. That is going to be the best and healthiest option. And I always avoid the skin, even though it is ridiculously delicious. It's very high in fat. So that's a really good way to fine tune your turkey selection. Now, I love this tip. Someone gave a tip and it said, be a chatty Kathy. <laughs> Let's face it, if you're talking a lot, you're probably not eating as much and you're probably eating slower. Eating slower is going to fill you up faster. So talk amongst your family, talk amongst your friends and be a chatty Kathy because it might slow you down when it comes to shoveling the food in your mouth. And if you slow yourself down, that's actually going to fill you up much, much faster. Next tip, you wanna be mindful of all of the extras. So what are we talking about? The gravy, the butter, the creamy dressings on the side, the, thank the Thanksgiving add-ons, honestly, they add up so, so fast. So you might wanna season your food with spices and herbs. You might opt for a vinegar-based dressing if you can. But honestly, if you can shy away a little from the gravy, the butter, and the creamy dressings, you're going to do yourself a huge, huge favor. So if you have to have that gravy on the turkey, maybe you put it on yourself and you trickle it on instead of drowning your turkey in it. It's going to help you overall. Next tip, total buzzkill. Sorry team, no pun intended, but don't drink all your calories. You don't wanna do that, right? You wanna be present, you wanna enjoy your family, you wanna enjoy your meal, and if you're drinking cocktail after cocktail after cocktail, that's just adding up more, 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 more calories, not to mention now you've lost all inhibition and you are gonna eat everything under the sun. So be very cautious of how much alcohol you take in, not just for the sake that you're not present if you've had several drinks, you're just not. You're not present in the same way. Your family is there, your children are watching you as well. So, you know, just have a little self-control. And also, like I said, when we drink too much, we lose inhibitions and we really stop caring and we definitely think I'll deal with it on Monday when it comes to our nutrition, our health, our weight, all that good stuff. So don't drink your calories. Have a glass of wine or two. It really doesn't need to be more than that. Be very careful of things like pumpkin beer, tons and tons of calories and things like that. I would say the, uh, the glass of wine might be one of your better bets over a lot of holiday cocktails. What is next? 
A good thing that you can do and a tip that so many people give, including myself, I've given this many times and in many challenges, um, go for a walk or be active after your meal. Most people have Thanksgiving on the early side, and that's nice because you can create some kind of activity after the meal for the entire family. I think the best one is just sort of that nature walk. Like everybody go outside and take a long walk along your street, wherever you're at, even if you drove somewhere, if you could and it was still light out. Uh, That's a nice way to just be a little bit active burn a few calories, get your digestion going. Like you don't want to lay down. That's like the worst thing you can do is eat a meal and then lay on a couch. It's going to give you indigestion. It's not going to help your digestion along. But taking a little walk, I'm not telling you to go for a run and you're going to be sick. But taking a little walk just sort of gets things moving and you tend to not feel so sluggish. So there's even a lot of research now that says if you take a walk and get a little bit of a calorie burn after you eat, it helps with insulin. So it's a good thing to do and it's a great thing to create as some kind of tradition with your family so that everybody gets out and does it together. Now when it comes to having seconds, well, here's the thing, a plate of food is a lot of food. And so unless you're a really big person, I was gonna say a really big guy, but it could be a woman. If you are a big person and you normally would eat two plates of food, then fine, that might be okay for you to get seconds. But a full plate of food, and trust me, my plate is full full on Thanksgiving, like rim to rim. It is completely full of food. That's a lot of food. Most people do not need any more than that. You can try every little thing, fit it all on one plate, but you really don't need seconds. So before you go back and have another serving and fill your plate up again, do yourself one favor and maybe wait 20 minutes before you would get up and get another serving. Let things settle in, let the hunger pass, get a little mindful of how you feel in your body. Because I think one thing that we tend to do, it's like, say you love the sweet potato casserole that your aunt makes, and you only have it once a year at Thanksgiving. So you eat it, it's off your plate, it's gone, and you're already thinking, I have to get more of it because I never get this and it's so, so good. But you sometimes overlook the fact that you're so full, you're almost in pain, and yet you're about to get up and get another serving of sweet potatoes. Give yourself 20 minutes, sit, relax, and get mindful. If you are truly full, please pass on having seconds. You probably don't need it, you're probably not hungry, and guess what? There will be sweet potatoes again. It's not like it's the last time you are ever going to eat this meal. What else can I say? What other tips can I give you? Well, you know dessert is wonderful this time of year. It could be pumpkin pie, pecan pie, apple pie, all the best pies with ice cream on top. There's so many things that you can have, right? I'm not going to tell you not to have dessert, but I am going to tell you maybe share dessert 
or have a bite of everything. So when I go and I used to go to my mom's house and she'd have like every pie in the world, I would literally give myself like a sliver of each one not a slice of each one. It's too much food. And if you put more than a sliver on your plate, you're more likely to eat it, right? So a sliver of each one so that you can have a little taste, it is going to be very rich. It is going to be very sweet and likely a little sliver of each one is all you're going to need. So be really mindful if you wanna enjoy the dessert, just make sure that it is a very small serving. Now, another one I want to put out there is don't be guilted into eating more because that is a funny thing that also happens. You know, perhaps it is that sweet little mom who spent the entire day cooking while you got to go work out and she might be like, oh, Joey, have another serving. You know, when they sort of like push food a little bit. Oh, Kimmy, that's what they call me in my family. Kimmy, how about another bowl of pumpkin soup? How about another slice? Kimmy, you barely ate any pie. How about I give you another slice? Don't let anybody guilt you into eating more. You don't have to. Tell them you loved your food, but their their food, but you're full. You don't have to be guilted into eating more, nor should you ever be guilted. And please don't be the person who guilts someone else into eating more. When someone is done, if they're making that willpower choice not to eat more, definitely commend them. Don't push them, right? All right, here is the next tip. I want you to leave the leftovers behind. When your mom or your dad or whomever is hosting the event says, can I give you leftovers? Say no. Because honestly, everyone, this food is rich, it's fattening, it's full of calories, you enjoyed it, and now it's best to go home without it. All right, that is the best thing that you can do is don't take leftovers home. Now, what do you do if you're the cook? And I just told you that nobody's going to take leftovers. (laughs) If you're the cook, see if someone will take the leftovers. That's kind of funny, right? But they might want it, but maybe you're the one trying to be healthy. There's also a lot of food donations. That's an option as well. You can also freeze things. Don't feel like you have to eat everything the next day and all weekend long. You can freeze a lot of these dishes and maybe you enjoy them a couple months from now. But by no means does Thanksgiving feast mean that you have to eat it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and that is 2,500 to 3,000 calories for all of those meals each and every day. That is why you gain five pounds, not one pound by the end of the weekend because you're continuing to eat the food all weekend long. So that's my thought on leftovers. And then the very last tip, the very last and most important tip that I could possibly give you is please do not miss the point of this wonderful holiday. Be thankful, be grateful, enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, enjoy your health, be happy, be safe, and take a moment in this wonderful evening that you have to look at each person, to look them in the eye, to be present with them when you talk to them, listen to them, hear them, 
and just enjoy the holiday with your family, with your friends. That is the most important thing. It's not actually about the food. It's about the evening, being present, being grateful, and being thankful. I wish you all the most wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope it's a fantastic day. I hope you enjoy all that amazing food. And like I said, even if you just put two of these tips into play, if it makes you feel a little better the day after Thanksgiving, then I have done my job. Hey team, I will see you on November 27th for the holiday challenge. That's day number one. It's only a 10-day challenge as well. So if you are feeling kind of blah after the Thanksgiving holiday, jump in to the 10-day holiday challenge. A lot of fun, a lot of prizes to be won. And I thank you so much. Have a very happy Thanksgiving team. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com. Or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.